Welcome to another episode of Airbnb with D. This is your host, Devana, and today's episode is all about Fearless Funds Venture Capital Summit versus InvestFest. These events brought together business owners of color, each with a unique atmosphere and valuable takeaways. But this episode, I'll be diving into the differences of these types of events, lessons learned, and why investing wisely matters more than ever. So stay tuned as we dive right in. I enjoyed myself thoroughly at both beautiful cultural events. I want to deep dive on my time at the Fearless Funds event and then with Earn Your Leisure's event. So the Fearless Funds venture capital for me was so one of a kind. I feel like I blush every time I talk about it. There was a blend of women of color, and of course men were there too, but specifically women as it pertains to pitch day and demo day, demoing for their company. I'm talking about African American, Latin American, Asian American, Indian American, women of color truly all hungry to excel in their markets. The attendees for the event range from corporate business owners to entrepreneurs to those that do both. And this event for me felt practical with engaging, light networking, and the speakers, when they shared their start, their pivot, and their mission, it kind of made it easier for you to identify your own if you didn't come there with one already or to fine tune your own if you already came there with one yourself. The funding opportunities at the events were not only used by the speaker, so I thought that was so powerful. Of course, we know Fearless Fund is a venture capital firm in which they give grant opportunities, funding opportunities to businesses. But the business owners that were speaking, some of the celebrity speakers, were business owners that received money from this same fund that all of the attendees are eligible to apply and receive from too. So it really was like more of a masterclass, I would say, even from the speakers, the questions that were asked, it was definitely a masterclass on how to be in that seat within the next three years. And that is what was so motivational is because so many of us ask ourselves when we attend business events or when we think about networking opportunities, how will this get our business to the next level? And it's true. Networking is amazing, but remember, networking is artificial. Community is artificial. It's something that you have to create. You have to do the, you know, do everything, present yourself, intentionally go out and speak to people that intentionally are in in an area of business that you need or that you know someone in and connect them or connect yourself. You're having to create that, right? So that's great. But when you go to these networking opportunities, can you articulate your company's mission? Can you articulate your starting point? Can you even articulate what you may need from those that you are meeting at those events, right? Those are things that we have to ask ourselves. So that event helps those get a clear focus on what the answers to those questions are. What made it even better is it was so beautiful, guys. I mean, pink was everywhere and 
there was a color theme to wear and there were gifts given out. And I, I want to say, because I actually served and helped to register the guests, that everyone felt welcome. We wanted them to be there. They felt like we wanted them to be there. And it was just such an amazing time. So not only can I speak as someone that worked the event, but even as an attendee myself during my downtime, it was just a beautiful experience through and through. My voice is actually kind of gone because coming from Earn Your Leisure's Invest Fest, keep in mind, this is a festival. So we're celebrating it. And I, I should just go over the fact that each event absolutely ser served their purpose, right? With audience and focus. Festivals cater to a broader audience and often have a wider range of activities for us to do. And summits are typically more personal and a specific professional group is usually targeted. An interest-based audience, an interest-based audience, I should say. And then they serve their purpose. Festivals aim to entertain and celebrate. And summits aim to educate, inform, and foster professional connections. So I will say that each event absolutely knocks their purpose out of the park because that's exactly what they were. Earn Your Leisure's Invest Fest was definitely a celebration of culture. There were so many guest speakers and fireside chats that those that had VIP access could partake in. There were more than 35 speakers. I stopped counting at 35. But with those 35 speakers, we learned about their temperament more than anything. There were 20,000 plus people in the room. And so from them, we learned how to conduct, conduct ourselves in interviews or even learn tips on how to conduct ourselves once we reach a certain status that may be different than where we came from. We also received motivation there too, um, because it was really motivation to see yourself beyond what you were now. You were around so many people, so many business owners, so many groups of people that you had no choice but to realize that that could be you too. So anyone that left that place not feeling more of an empowered business owner may have not utilized the event to the best method, right? Because there were so many levels of business owners within your arm's reach. I was so excited to call my grandma and say, grandma, guess what? I am right here next to Steve Harvey. She like, there's no way, girl, wow. And I'm like, cause I'm in Atlanta. That's what Atlanta does. It puts you next to the celebrities, right? And it was so cool because we love Family Feud. We love Steve Harvey, right? This is stuff that I can connect with my grandma on, which is so cool, that even though I learned more from Steve Harvey than just knowing you know, the shows that he was on, I can talk to her about that later. That was something that made her happy because she's literally watching him on TV as we were speaking. So that was pretty cool, right? I felt like InvestFest, what I'll say, let me, let me bring it back, y'all. <laughs> what I appreciate is that we had the incredible opportunity to be in the same room as people that we even look to for business now. Milano was there giving practical information about even starting a t-shirt line and reminding us that she started from a t-shirt line. And if any of you follow Slutty Vegan owners, Pinky Cole, you'll see that the first wedding dress that Milano ever completed was for her, which may or may not spark a bridal line in the future, who knows, right? But it starts with you just taking a chance and believing in yourself. And that's what we really saw, so I love that. 
What I will say is this, because now I can give my personal opinion. That's why I said I had to draw back because I want to make sure that I'm presenting this well. I feel like InvestFest missed the opportunity to ensure that every attendee, especially those of color, walked away with an actionable plan to change their life and their business. I'm a person that is motivated and confident and inspired. So being around other things like that would motivate, you know, it, it would just naturally fuel me. But those of us, if I think about a time where I was unsure, or if I think about a time where I didn't know what to do next, a place like that would have not let me know what to do next. <laughs> only because there was so much of everything to do. It probably would have only further fueled my confusion, which is why we're going to talk about investment opportunities for our business and events that align with the goals that we have for ourselves, because that matters. Also because there was a significant price difference. One of my key takeaways is the importance of investing wisely in opportunities that align with your goals and your values. Don't feel bad, guilty, ashamed, embarrassed if you couldn't make it to an event, especially if you do your research and find out that that event is not a good fit for you. So just to provide some context, Fearless Fund's ticket for the event was $100. While and plus they had a hundred dollars start and then you know higher VIP options as well as earn your leisures invest vest starting at three hundred dollar tickets and higher up VIP options. So first things first, do you have the cash equity, the business credit, the personal credit to put this type of event on your statement or charge it and not be affected around the time of the month that it's on? for any inventory costs that you may have for your own business. Do the, does the investment cost your business? That's your first question that you need to ask. Now, everything costs, right? It costs to be the boss. But under further evaluation, we know, just for example, a summit is something that is more targeted, professional, and serves its purpose as sort of a masterclass. If you are a business owner that is needing a class on how to be a better business owner, or how to determine what things, or how to know, you know, what things investors are looking for right now, or how to present yourself during a pitch, then InvestFest wouldn't have been for you. And that's okay if you missed it, right? And vice versa. If you are excellent at what you do, you got your pitch down packed, you got your website, you got your marketing materials, and all you needed was an audience at 20,000 people that you never would have been around to just pass your information to in hopes that you get a new follower, a new sale, then InvestFest was for you. Fearless Fund could also be for you, but the networking was a little different there. So that's why I love assessing what you need for your business and determining what's a good fit for you. So that brings us to an amazing question. How do we know which business event is for us? You ask yourself these relevant questions. Does the event's content address your business's pain points or goals? That is the first thing. What are your business's pain points? Is it funding? Is it articulation? Is it starting up the business? What do you need, investors? What do you need, right? What is that event's goal? If it provides actionable insights and strategies, is going to be lucrative for you. 
networking opportunities where you have the chance to connect with industry experts, potential partners, or even customers? Will you even be able to make meaningful connections that can lead to valuable collaborations? Will you even know who you're standing next to? How do you bridge that gap? That's going to bring us to our next point about effective networking. But for now, let's stick with our final thing about if this event is for your business. You have to consider both the potential gains and the time, money, and effort you're investing. Will the event offer substantial returns that make it worth your while is a very important question to ask yourself. Will you have to pay for parking, Uber, the ticket, access, food, daycare, babysitter, PTO, time off. Do you get PTO? What, what is your circumstance? Let's write that out. And we're not going to feel bad for making the best decision for your business, right? We're just going to write out what you have at hand and see how we can work ways around that. Because ultimately, if you go to this event without a strategy, it doesn't matter anyway. What I say about going to networking events is you have to approach networking with a genuine curiosity about other people, not just about what they do and what they can do for you, but who they are. Ask questions, show interest, active listening, and build relationships without immediately pushing your own agenda. That is one of the things that makes me so uncomfortable. I don't even think I have social anxiety, but I do have people anxiety. Because you can't, we don't live in a time where I feel like people are socially aware, where they don't ask certain questions. We live in a very intrusive world. People are so used to seeing things so instantly on social media that they expect when they come to you for you to be that person. So not the person that's on your social media, someone else's. So one of the things that's actually very uncomfortable for me is when a person comes up to me and just tells me everything about them and, you know, almost is interested in me only for what I can do for them because I never even asked what I could do for you. I'm, I'm not Chick-fil-A. I'm a child of God. So it is truly my pleasure to be of any assistance that I can be as a child of God in that moment. But I'm here just like you, scoping the scene, getting my content and connecting with those that I feel a genuine connection with that's not intrusive or pushing their own agenda. Those that are truly listening to what others are saying. It not only shows respect, but it also helps you to understand how you can add value to their lives or their businesses. And networking just doesn't end with the event. You have to send your follow-up messages, you follow each other on Instagram, have your QR code when you're going to these events, and make sure to message those to stay connected with you. Because the thing is, everyone is not waking up thinking about your business. Sometimes you're not even waking up thinking about your own business. So. It's important to remind people who you are, what you stand for. But more importantly, like we talked about in the first part of this episode, know who you are and know who what you stand for. It is only then that you can nurture relationships and explore potential collaborations if you know who you are and how to say that. So even though those were my experiences, I still wanna stress how vital it is to invest wisely in opportunities that align with your businesses. The difference between events can be crucial in terms of expenses, the people that you meet, networking opportunities, the information you gain. So be strategic, assess, and then invest in your business's future wisely. 
If you have not already followed Airbnb with D on Instagram, please do that now. What are you waiting for? And remember, if you're someone trying to listen to locked episodes, it's probably because you aren't a subscriber. Once you become a subscriber, you can hear the episodes that are locked, which are exclusive gym episodes, how-tos, tips and hacks that regular listeners that I even love, but will not have access to. (laughs) So thank you so much for joining me in this episode, and I can't wait to talk to you in the next one.